Let's go. Dermot and Dave. Ladies and gentlemen, it's actually B. Hello. Let's do it. Let's do it live now. Let the world come alive tonight, lads. You're singing in the movie. Stay close to me. <laughs> How um, are you? I am absolutely grand. This is the first uh, live radio press I've done for the show. And I have, I know it's radio, so this doesn't mm. make any sense, but I have come in dressed full Schneider Wayne. <laughs> yeah, you have. But may we say that you are rocking it? Is, is that tiger That's, print? You are rocking it. Please do not say that to a woman who's almost 40. <laughs> so, but you're really rocking it now. Uh, you're some woman for one woman. Aren't you great to just get up in the morning and still make the effort? Um yeah, because when you pick your clothes for the styling, you wear kind of jazzy events, but it's breakfast in Dublin. And <laughs> well, we appreciate the effort, in yeah. fairness. And and we, as you we've can made see, little we've or none. made the equal amounts oh of effort. God, that yellow hoodie. Uh, Who are you wearing? I mean, um, some kind of a llama. I don't really know <laughs> what that is. That famous brand of a llama. Actually, I feel like we should give you your intro because, oh, yeah. you Do know. Do you want me to go out and come in again? Uh, well, <laughs> Not quite. We can just pretend that you've you've stepped outside. Uh, but uh, an actress, producer from things like This Way Up, living with yourself and Home Sweet Ho- Home Sweet Home Alone, and now she's taking on an epic tale in Greatest Days. Good morning, Ashling B. I'm going to open the door. Here she is. Oh, and look at that jacket. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yes, I mean, never as a comedian as well. As, uh, but look, Greatest Days is absolutely fantastic. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah. Are we going to keep playing? This like is going to play the whole way through. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what do we do. Speak in rhythm. Yeah, no, you can just speak it whatever way you want. Honey's going to sit there, though. It's kind of traumatizing. <laughs> playing it the whole time. Uh, the movie is amazing. I must admit that I I cried. Uh, cried yeah. Actually, more than I anticipated, I would cry. Oh, do you think something else is going on at all? Possibly or? so. Yeah, there was maybe some underlying, yeah, you know, conditions, conditions yeah. that were contributing to this. Yeah. But, but Toy Story Four levels of crying you had—that's genuinely wow. Like I was wow. so <laughs> touched by this movie. Like, okay, I'm a massive boy band fan, but also a massive Take That fan. Are you? So in my twenties, yeah. when I was in college, yeah, on the like my posters in the room were Slayer. And like Mark Owen in the baby powder t-shirts, so and two like, very similar acts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm spanning a lot of things there. But like, he, I, he lived alone. I, uh, <laughs> spent a lot of time by himself. Take that pencil case. Uh, take so like in college. Like so, my yeah. friend for my twenty first birthday, he came to visit me. I was living in Russia. He came to visit me in Russia, and he brought me the two never forget CD one, <gasps> CD two. Like I. I was the one, I was there. Oh, I, baby. All of this happened to me. And oh I think that's gosh. why I started to feel so much emotion during this I movie. I kind of want to see the film of you in Russia <laughs> with a pencil case that had like Gary Barlow's face yeah. across it. And you just going, no, I need a 2B for this one. I'm never going to be able to sketch properly. Where is my prospector? to get the old shadows in. Um, Come here, we've got to yeah. talk about the movie and give people a, a sense of, of what it is. I mean, this isn't a biopic so about there, Take I mean, That. We can fade down. Yeah, I don't think that the music's going to fade all the way down. All the way down. I don't think I can keep going if we literally play on a loop the one part of a Take That song. Um, but it's not about, you know, it's not about the lads. It's not about Take That. It's not following yeah. their lives. It's yeah. very much a story 
um, of your character and the friends together yeah, yeah. and take that music as the backdrop yes. to a really personal human story yeah. um, that does make you cry and does make you laugh and does make you want to get up and dance. Oh, that's the hope for it anyway. Yeah. You know, I think after the pandemic, it just a bit of a sort of cheesy get up and move type of thing is what we all kind of needed. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a story of fans and I think they wanted to sort of make it was based on a West End musical and I think they wanted to make something that was like for the fans and a large amount of female and yourself uh, fans <laughs> and, and the friendships that people would connect and uh, and kind of find through going to see these boy bands. Yeah. Um, but even music in general, though, like if yeah. it, I think music has that way of weaving itself into your DNA, particularly yeah. in your teenage years. So, like for me and my buddy, it was the police. They're yeah. very far from take that, but um, well, the guardie here. But <laughs> yeah, I think that everyone can relate to those those bands or those acts, or maybe they're boy bands or girl yeah. bands that that were part of you and yeah. were part of your friendships, and that when they're rekindled later in life, you you do tap back into that. Yeah, something from the past. What I love about even you saying like you are a massive Take That fan, is I think there's a lot of snobbishness generally in music around music that young girls often like. Mm. Like there's a snobbishness. And I remember after, and it was definitely at the background of our minds after that awful Manchester Arena attack, mm. that Alexis Petridis, who's a, a music critic in, in The Guardian, um, he talked about how he'd kind of been snobby in terms of how he'd review music and that music that was traditionally liked by little girls is called Guilty Pleasures or sort of silly music. And he went to watch a show with his daughter and he was there watching so many young girls and guys, but young kids screaming with joy and moving high on nothing but the music and the group itself. And how dare we sort of say that that's not... The, the right type of music yeah. to be listening to where there's a cool type of music. Well, we only heard yeah. this morning from like a, a you know, a, a six foot burly metal fan who brought yeah. his daughter to Harry Styles and yeah. he was crying yeah. when he saw his but daughter's reaction. Yeah. You know? these, these are the, yeah. they're core memories. They're things that yeah. will live with you forever. And like whatever your first experience of that kind of thing was, and, and it doesn't have to be your first one, it can be your 59th one. Yeah. That is the one that sticks with you, whatever it is. But that's really important. And in this movie, I think what I loved about it and, and what really spoke to me was Fast forwarding, mm -hmm. but while referencing the past. So the movie kind of exists in two timelines. Yes. And you see your characters, you, you and your friends' characters, you see them when they're teenagers and they're obsessed with the boys and you see them when they've moved on and their lives have taken over and they're adults and they're doing things. But still, the one thing that connects them is the boys, which is the name of the band. We're not yeah, calling them yeah. Take That. They're called the boys in the movie. Um, but then when you come back together, the, the nuances the and yeah, yeah, the relationships are are adult relationships so things have moved on and people are different than they were when they were 15 and, and that's then, a really interesting way of exploring it yeah and then there's an element of I think when you're kind of between the age of 15 and 17 the whole world is ahead of you and you've got this whole future and your summer is the biggest thing in the world like the, mm. the, 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 the gig you're going to go to or the show is the biggest thing that could possibly happen and after that what you're going to do with your life bank accounts paying tax learning how to live <laughs> becoming parents whatever it all comes tumbling in and, and the rest of your life seems like it's kind of from 21 onwards mm -hmm. and this part explores just before the jump into adult life and to be able to go back to that is sort of quite a pure experience and you were with the other people when sort of what you do or what you became didn't matter as much as was like who's in the group of friends and I think that's what this film kind of 
explores and that's a sort of gorgeous bit that maybe makes everyone nostalgic when they watch mm. it that it brings you back a little bit like oh yeah I had a friend like that or yeah, yeah. the know. other young act- the actress who plays yes. you looks really like you oh I love so Lara MacDonald is a brilliant Irish actress um, she I first saw her in Belfast mm. and I remember thinking who's that girl she must only be about because Lara looks very young um, she must only be about sort of 12 and she's doing such a good comedy turn in Belfast she plays like the little cousin who helps yeah. him shoplift mm. in that oh her timing was brilliant and there was a while where I was going to play this Manchester uh, you know I was like right the whole thing's set in Manchester and be from Manchester mm. and stuff and then I was like god it feels like it needs a bit more grounding and because none of us in the cast were actually from Manchester I felt a little bit maybe for truthfulness to kind of keep mm. it a bit more grounded so I'd be Irish but then also what that meant was I got to cast an Irish oh, younger mate. you got to do that. And then we got to get a dad in and the, the the mother in the past was one of my best friends, Hannah. No way. James Scott, yeah, who's another brilliant Irish actress, sister of Andrew Scott. Mm. And um, uh, so that's like the Irish family. In the that's past. very cool. Yeah, and so then when they said that Lara was auditioning for it, I was so excited because I already knew who she was. Yeah. And she is just a beautiful person and made this job a lot easier. The the kids, brilliant. like the, the cast and the two generations of the cast, are you are all so brilliant. Like Aww. it genuinely really works because it, often that can be quite difficult, you know, to, to see people morph from a teenage version you go, ah, yeah. that's not really yeah. that. But they, they keep the essence of the, the soul of the characters are yeah. there in both things. That's really difficult to do. And I think other than like a bit of hair dye, you actually yes. <laughs> more than kind of like, oh, her nose looks different. It's yeah, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, I know it's a different actress. This isn't a documentary. Um, <laughs> so I think the essence of the characters, we all kind of talked to each other about how we were going to make sure that the flickers of even her being a bit more, Lara's character being a bit more reserved Yes, and that featuring through and that sort of f- um, sense of like fear of things going wrong, bringing in as an um, adult. You, yeah. When we fast forward to because something happens, which I won't give a spoiler alert, but when we fast forward to me in the future, I'm a nurse looking after sick kids and stuff like that, and it's sort of something about it threads through into who she ends up becoming and stuff yeah. like that. Mm. So yeah, that's really well written, I have to say. Um, you have got lots of exciting things going on, obviously. Oh. You know, this, obviously, but... You're yeah, this radio show, guys. I'll be honest. <laughs> I know. You've no peaked. Work. You've literally have peaked. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know you've got Anne Mrs. film coming out and oh, yeah. you've got movies in the pipeline and are you doing any stand-up comedy or do you find it yeah, hard to... I'm doing Electric Picnic, definitely, uh, right. in September, which is the only Irish thing. But I've had a long year of mixing stand-up in... Uh, in through all the work so I'm taking a break for July and August and then back with Electric Picnic type of thing yeah. so basically what I'm saying is it'll be a very rusty gig um, <laughs> <laughs> well, just one venue. it's not going to be very good last your entire time, audience will be very rusty <laughs> themselves so I remember that's okay. last year I was, or last time I did Electric Picnic was a few years ago and I was on stage and I could hear Sinead O'Connor in the background <laughs> And I was just like, you'd see everyone trying to be a feminist and stick around watching me. And I was like, just go. <laughs> Especially when it started like, I could eat my just go. <laughs> Leave me. Don't. I don't want to be here anymore. Why should you? And you could see a load of like young kind of women going, thanks, sorry. <laughs> sorry, thanks. I do. Th- are you very confident? Thanks, sorry. Bye. Uh, please ask Ashley, what's the story with This Way Up Series 2 in Ireland? Any date. It is so good. Oh. Horribly relatable, says the text. Oh, thank you very much. I, uh, well, I know Series 1 was on Netflix here, but Series mm. 2 didn't come to Netflix. Not but yet, it is no. all, it, it came out last year, so it yeah. is all 
This Way Up is all on, I'm assuming iTunes or Channel 4 on demand. And oh, okay, the Channel 4 get, one, right. Yeah, Series 2 is on there. Brilliant. Um, also, can I give uh, an opportunity? I didn't know I was doing the show uh, until Friday, but I did know because two weeks ago, my neighbour, Liam Brockle, my former neighbour from Kildare Town, Liam Brockle, sent me a text and was like, I hear you're doing Dermot and Dave anyways. <laughs> um, and then apparently I'm doing Ray Darcy because my aunt, Sister Maura, uh, of the cross <laughs> She told you that. Uh, told me that. Yeah. Uh, Who so needs a PR yeah. person? Oh, listen. Neighbours and friends. Look at my WhatsApp group. Exactly. Yeah. Neighbours and friends. <laughs> <laughs> so have to give Liam an old shout out. Ah, oh, come on, Liam. Thanks for letting Ashley yeah. know. Well, Greatest Days <laughs> is out in cinemas on Friday. It has a big prime thing on it. I presume it won't be long until we can watch it on telly as well. Uh, yeah, on the uh, website, which must not be named. Yes, uh, yeah, but but it can uh, be there. It's available on no other websites. <laughs> okay, that's absolutely <laughs> fair enough. I don't know, order some pens or something. <laughs> While you're there, yeah. They pay for it, they get it. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's got the deal. Uh, Ashley, congratulations on oh. Greatest Days. Dermot and Dave, weekdays from 9am. Tuesday.